भगवान श्री रामकृष्ण भगवती माँ सारदा आणि जगद्गुरु स्वामी विवेकानंद चरणी नतमस्तक होत आज तीसर दिवसी कार्यक्रमाला आप प्रारंभ करते श्रद्धेय स्वामी भवानंदजी महाराज लवकरच उपस्थित होते श्रद्धेय स्वामी वीरभद्रानंदजी महाराज उपस्थित मातानो भगिनीनो आ बंधुनो दोन दिवस माला अपने चेहर दिस्त है दोन दिवस हृदयस्पर्शी सत्संगान आज आप सगले उपस्थित आहोत मोटा संख्यन एक अपूर अपूर्व अशा भक्तिरसा आनंदा आज स्वामीजी बोलना विषय है समर्पणा जी अंतिम स्थिति नाहम नाहम तूहू तूहू और भक्ति मी आप सगर्फे स्वामीजी चरणी प्रार्थना करतो कि आप सत्संगाला सुरुवात करावी धन्यवाद स्थापकाय चर्मस्वधर्मस्वरूपिणे अवतारवरिष्ठा रामकृष्णा ते नम वसुदेवसुत देव कंसचाणूरमर्दनम देवकी परमानंदम वंदे जगद्गुरु माय प्रणाम सुरेवियर महाराज एंड नमस्कारम्स टू ऑल ऑफ यू लास्ट टू डेज As I'm about to start the lecture, I find one more revered Swamiji is silently watching. Revered Mahapurush Maharaj from there, keeping a control over what I am talking. Only he has been not successful in keeping me within the bounds of time, and today, with his grace, we'll be able to do it. last two days we were discussing about shri ramakrishna's grace and yesterday we were discussing about different ways to elicit or get the grace of shri ramakrishna one of them was developing arpana buddhi in it it combines the aptitude of becoming egoless and also the aptitude of surrendering everything to the lord each of these steps can be thought over brooded over and we can talk over those different ways to get the grace of sri ramakrishna and this one particular way of which sri ramakrishna himself was warned of we'll be taking as today's subject and the title is naham tuhum not me but thou this is another cryptical expression of sri ramakrishna compressing within these few words a vast amount of thoughts concern 
concerning the spiritual practice to be done by us. This is the genius of Sri Ramakrishna, putting the most complicated thing in a very simple and easy to understand way. Naham Tuhum. And he was fond of quoting this again and again. How a devotee living in this world can live in such a way, performing all the actions without evading or avoiding any of them, yet raise above the tension or the stress or the strain created by action in life. Action has got its own effect. And most of the time we are not able to accept the result generated by action. As an antidote to that, this equation of Naham Tuhum comes to our help. This Naham Tuhum Bhavana is a mental practice which we have to arrive at after brooding over that subject. What after all is Naham Tuhum Bhavana? And then this practice has to be cultivated after understanding that formula. And it is very, very essential for spiritual aspirant. Whatever may be the yoga he is practicing. Because as we lead our day-to-day -day life, with all the turmoils of the day-to-day -day existence, sometimes in spite of being a devotee, or even an advanced sadhaka, we find it difficult to bear the things that are generated in our life, is it not? So some sort of pressure, a strain or a stress comes into our mind and we don't know how to get out of it. And Sri Ramakrishna's this particular equation or formula, if we can hold it in our mind, brood over it, slowly cultivate the understanding of it, and through that understanding, if we can practice it, we will find that in this very life, performing all the actions, still like the lotus leaf untouched by the water, we too will be above the actions or the karmas performed by us. What the karma yoga of Bhagavad Gita or the Naishkarmya Siddhi or the famous episode in Kenopanishad where the devatas come and meet Uma Haimavati and understand that they are not the real doers of work. The entire range of those thoughts, Sri Ramakrishna puts it in a capsule form as Naham Tuhum. This is a bhavana or a mental pattern which is to be created in our mind. First by brooding over it, then by understanding it and then practicing it. What after all is Naham Tuhum Bhavana? Simply put, it means, oh God, you are the real doer. God alone is a doer and we are only instruments. In the famous song, which was made more popular by Sri Ramakrishna, the song which was sung by another devotee of Divine Mother, Ram Prasad, this idea is being beautifully expressed. 
হিসেস সকলই তোমারই ইচ্ছা ইচ্ছাময়ী তারা তুমি ও মাদার এভরিথিং ইজ ইউর ওন উইশ ইটস ইউর উইশ ইচ্ছাময়ী ইউ আর দ্য ভেরি এম্বডিমেন্ট অফ উইশেস যেমন চালাও তেমনি চলি সো অ্যাজ ইউ মেক মি মুভ অ্যান্ড ওয়ার্ক আই ডু দ্যাট ওয়ার্ক সো আই এম অনলি অ্যান ইনস্ট্রুমেন্ট অ্যান্ড ইউ আর দি অপারেটর আমি যন্ত্র তুমি যন্ত্রী আমি ঘর তুমি ঘরণি আমি রথ তুমি রথি যেমন চালাও তেমনি চলি সো আই অ্যাম দি চ্যারিয়েট অ্যান্ড ইউ আর দি রথি দি ড্রাইভার আই অ্যাম দি হাউস অ্যান্ড ইউ আর দি ইনডুয়েলার ইন দি হাউস অ্যান্ড হি সেজ বিউটিফুলি পঙ্কে বৌদ্ধ করো করি পঙ্ঘুরে লঙ্ঘাও গিরি Sometimes you make people get stuck up somewhere and the lame people they also cross kare dao ma brahma pado kare kuru adhogami some people you elevate and some people you push down in a very touching way sri ramakrishna once says sometimes sri ramakrishna makes some statements out of the blue and we are taken by surprise he says i am like this because mother has kept me like this You see, he never claims any credit for his status as a Paramahamsa or as an Avatara. Mother has kept me like this. So this practice of this Naham Tuhum Bhavana is extremely helpful for us. Don't feel a sense of inferiority. or as if your pride has been affected or dignity is affected by accepting the truth that god alone is a doer a doer it is not that a valorous man like us should not accept and tell that i am the doer foolishness is not the sign of a valorous man or a brave man god alone is a doer we are only the instruments in his hand nimitta matram Krishna was a genius and he tells Arjuna, Arjuna, nimitta matram bhava. <clears throat> Now, how does this come and apply in our day-to-day life? For myself personally, when I brooded over it, though I am not 100% successful in realizing entirely the truth of this statement, to some extent, I find it's a great reliever of stress and strain created by the work we are performing not a single person in this world can stay without doing work name parthasti kartavyam trishulokeshu kinchana all of us will have to perform work work is essential and it is unavoidable work in its turn generates the results of work is it not karma generates karma phala it is the very nature of this universe every work or any work done produces its own result both these are not our problem work is not a problem for us unless we are lazy or we want to avoid work work is not a problem the results of the actions performed are the karma phala which we have per- which are coming to us are also not a problem because both are mutually connected and interrelated we can't avoid it we can't segregate or separate karma phala from karma 
we do karma, we perform actions, the results come. It is only in the verbal discussion, as we are using the words for our convenience, this confusion comes. When we do karma, we are doing action. When the karma phala comes, it is not that that is something extraordinary or something separate you are doing. Karma phala also is an action, is it not? When you are enjoying the karma phala, are you not undergoing the action? It is also an action. At that time, we don't feel that there is a separation between karma and karma phala. I have taken chili, which is a karma, and the burning starts. That is also a karma, is it not? I am suffering the experience of having taken a chili. But we say, action is karma, is taking the chili, and the phala is the burning in the tongue. Both are karma. Karma phala becomes karma, which in, gen in its turn generates another karma phala. So the chain reaction of karma, karma phala, karma phala becoming karma, again generating karma phala, that becoming karma, it goes on endlessly and all of us are caught in that. But what is the problem? Is there any problem in karma or karma phala? One may ask. As told, there is no difficulty unless we are lazy or we are handicapped or we want to avoid work. Work has no problem. Results of work also has no problem. Where does the problem come? The problem comes when we start choosing the results of the work. Is it not? Action is unavoidable, inevitable. Results also are inevitable. And the results when they come, we make a choice, is it not? Why do we make a choice of the results? If we don't make a choice of the results, what will happen? We will see it as we proceed. Now, why do we expect the results of the work done by us? Why? Very quickly, I have to give answer. Now, out of desire, we perform action. Action it generates a fruit, a karma phala. Why do we expect that result? Yes, very simple. We all think we are the doers of work. But are we the doers of work? Now we have to give your attention. Work and its result. How does it proceed, you see? Even for a simple work, for example, if I want to teach in a school, I got the job, I am going to teach. And then I expect the results that I should get a salary. This is only one example I am giving. You can take any example. Even to teach and get my salary, am I the only person doing the work? My house in which I am staying, it has been built by so many laborers and masons, is it not? The clothes which I am wearing, they have been manufactured by so many persons. The food I am eating and the road has been laid by government PWD workers. And the vehicle in which I have to go to school to teach, that is manufactured by Ashok Leyland or Tata. And the school in which I have to work, that school has been started by somebody. And then there should be parents to give birth to children who will come there as students. And then the school building must have been built by somebody. So in a single act, a small insignificant act like teaching in the school, how many persons are involved? Is it not? 
but I feel I am alone the doer of work, is it not? I teach, I should get my salary. But are you the only person involved even in this single act? Even for me, this mic, the table, my clothes, the ashrama, Swami Bhavamanandaji, the audience, how many things are required for a small act of giving a talk here, is it not? Then the train by which I came, the railway line. But when I expect the results of work, I feel I alone have done the work and the entire results must come to me. Are not the other people who have done the work should receive a share in that karma phala? Therefore, Krishna says, Karmani eva dhikaraste ma faleshu kadachana. First, when I read, it looked absolutely out of common sense. Why Krishna has lost his sense or what? I do the work and Krishna says, for doing the work you have the right. But don't expect the results of the work. That's an idiot or what? Only a fool will tell, I will work and I don't want results. How can that be? But slowly, as the days went on, I understood, oh, it's really a brilliant understanding of Sri, Ram, Sri Krishna. Karmani eva dhikaraste ma faleshu kadachan. Don't expect the results. Why? Because he says, for performing this one karma, how many persons are involved, is it not? So when you expect the results, so do you mean to say that expecting the result is something wrong? Krishna will say, no, even that may not be wrong. It is in the inbuilt system of a man. Do the work and we expect. Because we are all goal-oriented, is it not? We have to achieve, stop not till the goal is reached. So we expect the results to come. And then Krishna makes a statement that is quite baffling to us, is it not? Why does he make that statement? You have to understand that. Krishna himself was a great professional, is it not? He was not an ordinary man. He was one of the greatest management professional. Now we saw for a single after any work of mine or any one of you, hundreds of factors are involved, but we expect that the entire results should come to me only because I alone am visible to me. Others have become invisible, they have become the adrishtam. You know what is the meaning of adrishtam? It is also called fortune or destiny or luck. Adrishtam, it is called Devam, because Devam also is Adrishtam, unseen. So when the results come, the expectation is not really wrong, but it creates a confusing situations to us, situation to us. Because when we do the work, we claim the ownership rights over the work. And when the fruits come, should we not accept the entire fruits in its own entirety? But at that time, what we do is, we become so choosy. And what are the different types of results that can come to us for our actions performed? Any one of you? We perform actions. The actions will generate results. What are the different types of results which will be generated by an action? Hmm? You have read Gita from your answers, I can understand. So you have to tell, what are the different types of results? Krishna has classified those results in three categories. Sukha dukhe same kritva labha labhau jaya jayau. 
how beautiful is it not there are only three types of results whatever may be the different variations krishna has classified them in these three category sukha dukhe same kritva sukha dukha labha alabha jaya and ajaya same kritva only a fool can do that how day and night can become one sukha and dukha can it ever become one if any company says profit and loss is one <laughs> it will have a diwala sukha and dukha can never become one we will think over that what is sukha and what is dukha but krishna says here all these things are included by sri ramakrishna in that small formula sri ramakrishna does not talk so much like us he is so powerful two words naham tuhum now you think for them their mind is so fast so brilliant 12 into 12 instantly 144 we have to put 12 into 12 or mentally we have to calculate so naham tuhum he has seen the truth there is a spontaneous expression what we do is we feel that we are the responsible person for the whole of work when the results come to us we don't accept the whole result as it is is it not the work can generate any type of results we may be expecting only the positive results because we are able to see only our contribution for example i have appeared for the examination maybe teacher has corrected a paper wrongly once in our school days we found that some of our papers were under the railway bridge because as the train was going teacher who was correcting in the compartment few of the answer papers flew away and went out but somehow she has given mark and the headmasters and all have agreed now don't leak out this news but when the results come we feel so much upset is it not i wrote so nicely but i got less mark and the another boy who wrote so badly and got good marks he's not bothered can you understand the trick of the mind you see these two results which are coming to us sukha and dukha labha and alabha jaya and ajaya if we can accept the total pair of these results there is no problem accept whatever is coming but that is a part of naham tuhum but we says aham aham not tuhum so what i do is i say i want only profit i want only success i want only sukha but sukha and dukha labha and alabha jaya and ajaya are mutually connected our life flows in between the river of life flows in between this two pairs of banks this dual banks are there otherwise river cannot flow one side is sukha other is dukha labha and alabha jaya and ajaya but as we are not totally aware of the other forces involved in the performing performance of any work we expect the results according to our choice sometime we succeed then we get excited and we jump in joy and we say you see how brilliantly i have done this work is it not credit is always for me debit is always for the bank suppose we fail we lay the blame on other external factors is it not we can lay the blame on external factors but can you correct that result simply blaming somebody or god or this or that man is meaningless if i have got loss 
my partner deceived me that company gave a wrong fake order and the check was outdated check and there was no amount in the deposit in the bank and the check bounced and the owner has run off you can go on blaming and giving explanation but what is the benefit if we can accept both the pairs there is no problem but as is our human nature so greedy and selfish and choosy because of ignorance we want sukha labha and only jaya is it wrong it is not wrong but it's not useful it's not beneficial you see when dukkha comes we lose our balance is it not when alabha comes when ajaya comes what happens we don't know what to do how to tackle it then there is a inner collapse we collapse having performed the action and then we say now we should not do any action action is the cause of all problem but is really the action cause of all problem action is not the problem is it not are the results cause of any problem results also are not the cause of any problem so what is the problem or where is the problem hmm choosing the result why do you choose why do you make a special preference for this success labha and jaya you have to make efforts for sukha only for labha only and for sukha sukha labha and jaya but when the results are coming there are so many factors beyond the purview of your control is it not so if we can understand that not only understand get convinced and accept it then the problem is cleared but in spite of understanding we are unwilling to accept is it not so this duality constantly torments us sukha dukkha labha alabha jaya and ajaya when the desire turns out to be what we didn't expect the result is disappointment success is not a problem profit is not a problem joy is not a problem the other side which is coming that is a problem and it is creating trouble and any time it can come there is no guarantee that i have succeeded twice or i have got profit twice that i am going to get it again and again there is a constant threat of this so krishna says karmani eva adhikaraste only for doing the work i have the right but not for the results which are coming thereof now how to confront this problem now here comes the formula of sri ramakrishna naham tuhum why do we expect the results of the work because we feel we are the doer of the work is it not why do we feel we are the doer of the work hmm some more answers let us give some opportunity hmm ego because of desire then somehow we have been fondly harboring an illusion that we are the doers of work because of ignorance and where does this ignorance or this phenomenon of feeling that i am the doer of work is taking place 
it is inside our own psyche in the antakarana we have falsely arrogated ownership over this body and mind and we feel that whatever is being done by us it is done by us and we are the workers we are responsible for the work but at the same time how this dichotomy fragmentation comes you see we feel we are the doers of work but at the same time we are not accepting the totality of the results there also we make a choice and therefore this self contradictory situation arises in the antakarana whenever there is a self contradictory situation in the mind you will find there is a fragmentation and fragmentation will give dukkha nalpe sukhamasti fragmentation means alpa bhumaiva sukham in the akhanda in the infinite in the purna if you don't make choice of the work choice of the results of the work what happens your mind remains a purna a full is it not but you make a choice you expect a result and the results don't come as per your expectation and the mind splits into two portion is it not one portion of your antakarana is expecting positive and the other portion is experiencing the negative have you any time watched this drama inside you it can be watched yes it can be done it is not a big spiritual attainment this tussle going on inside we know the gita shloka that's theory but inside this drama is going on constantly even for me also it comes now and then at that time take the tablet naham to whom and then we say it is thakur sicha but simply by telling in the mouth verbally may not relieve your mental tension unless you intrinsically feel in the heart of heart so this fond harboring of this illusion it takes place in our own mind when i was in salem we had invited a bhajan party from our coimbatore vidyalaya they had all come that sang bhajans and they were to go in the evening they left at 6:00 pm and by 6:30 i got a call from coimbatore one man phoned and told swami ji i heard that there was an accident between salem and coimbatore and a person by the name ram had died and my father's name was ram and we are all deeply perturbed and my mother is very much affected she says immediately get information from swami ji i told why are you so much uh, agitated no my father's name is ram they have announced in the radio that among the victims ramaswami is there i told which ramaswami no simply they said ramaswami and it may be my father i told why do you imagine negatively maybe another ramaswami is there no this train coming from salem to coimbatore my father had come to salem and he was to come at this time i told fortunately they had cancelled and they had gone for the next train immediately the whole situation in the mind changed you see how the expectation of the results of fruits of work do not have real connection with the actuality that man is expecting that his father would have died is it not because the name is ramaswami and afterwards when i told that the train in which they boarded they have changed their program and they have boarded on the 6:30 pm train and not at the, on the with the on the 6 pm train the whole situation changed oh swami ji then very good very good thank you i told no thank you for me you have to thank your father's stars 
immediately the mind changed, is it not? Nothing happened to his father, nothing happened to anybody, just by the mere imagination. Is it not? The whimsical nature of the mind. So expecting the result also is in a way whimsical nature of the mind. And suddenly it undergoes a change. How funny, is it not? Had I not given the information, they would have behaved as if the father had met the accident and died. These situations happen in our life again and again. And it happens in our own antakarana because we become choosy in getting the results of the actions done. If you watch this drama happening in your own mind, at that time the understanding will come. Really, as the drama is taking place in your own antakarana, in the mind, you will find how you are making a choice. It is not the actual situation that is causing the trouble. The choice that you are making. And there only Krishna says, Mafaleshu kadachana. Don't lay your hands on the fruits of work. Why? Because there are so many things happening behind the screen, of which you are not aware of. Your vision is limited to you only. We will see how different factors are affecting our planning as we go through the approach of Jnana Margi, a Bhakti Margi and a man of common sense. So action, karma, not a problem. The results generated by the karma also is not a problem. The choosing of that also in a way is not a problem because it is our tendency or nature. But why do we choose? Because of our attachment, is it not? We get attached to the work we have done. Because of that attachment, this is the law of psychology. Through attachment, when you feel you are the doer of work, naturally the results will come and pinch the man who feels he has done it. If that thorn can be removed or if it can be unplugged, as they say in the computers, unplugged, network cable unplugged. We have plugged it by our attachment. If that attachment can be unplugged, results will come. We may not choose or we may choose, but we will remain unaffected by the results. Because in the internal psyche of man, there is no attachment to the results. Though he had planned and thought over to get a positive result, if the results come positive, he is not bothered. If they come negative also, he may feel, I wanted a positive result, but it has come negative. Okay, you shall see. In the famous shloka by our rishis, where they say the self-effort is very important, there also they bring this thought. Don't get dejected. Dejection comes only because of attachment. Udyoginam Purusha Simma Mupaiti Lakshmi. You know that shloka? What is the second line? No. Udyoginam Purusha Simma Mupaiti Lakshmi. Ah, repeat it. Deyamiti Kapurusha Vadanti. Lakshmi goes to that man who is exerting and enterprising. Ordinary people say God has given that as a gift to him. They are all Kapurusha. Then the third line, Atma Shaktiya, simply murder all the gods and goddesses, Daivam Nihatya, throw them out 
and do your manly effort out of your own strength and energy. Next line. Yatne krite yadina siddhyati kotra doshaha. This kotra doshaha can be interpreted in two ways. What is wrong? After doing a lot of efforts, if you have not got the result, what is wrong? Nothing is wrong. Or find out what is wrong because of which you have not succeeded. Kotra doshaha. What was the defect? Why I expected a positive result? Kotra doshaha. What was the error or defect that I got a negative result? But when we become attached, we feel <laughs> no doshaha is with me. <laughs> dosha is on the other side. And therefore I am tormented. I am unwilling to accept that there can be any blemish or dosha with me. All this arise from the basic misconception that we are the doers of work. Is it not? Are we not the doers of work? Is it not? We are the doers of work? Yes. Ah, you feel, but are we? No. no. Who told? <laughs> Who told? Huh? All our checks, we are putting our signature, is it not? Do you know who I am? Huh? Ah, that is what we tell verbally. So this mutually contradictory situation is existing in us, is it not? We feel we are the doers of work and sometimes we are so defeated by the situations, we become so full of fatigue, I think we, I may not be the doer of work. Is it so? Then why, do, why does the instrument get angry? <laughs> instrument has got no right to get angry or depressed or dejected or elated. See this mic or this clock. If somebody does not give proper key or put the battery, it cannot run. But why should it get angry or get frustrated? We get frustrated, is it not? Then you are a realized soul. <laughs> yes, if you don't get, you have developed attachment. Maybe. See, we should not think that nobody has realized the truth or nobody understands. Maybe when the understanding comes, Sometimes I feel dejected. Sometimes when the mind is very clear and this formula's meaning becomes very clear, I understand, yes, this is Thakur himself is doing. I have committed a mistake and we are committing the mistakes again and again, is it not? Like the child trying to walk, it falls down. Again it tries to walk, it falls down. So long as we are children, we will be falling down. We will be committing the mistakes. Then again the child walks few steps, is it not? So we also walk few steps. We understand God is a doer. If you take the approach of a Jnana Margi, how does he solve this problem? A Jnana Margi, a man of knowledge, he feels that the action is performed in the Kshetra, is it not? Kshetra is a field in which the action is taking place. Krishna discusses about it in the 13th chapter, Kshetra Kshetra Jnana Vibhaga Yoga. Icha desha sukham dukkham sanghatas chetana dhiti etat kshetram samasena. So, this is the kshetram. In Kerala, temples are called kshetram. Our body, deho, devalayam. Because God is residing inside, we see only the devalayam, not the devata. And that is why the wrong conception that I am the doer. If anytime we can cite the devata in the devalayam, we will not get identified with the devalayam. Now, our identity attachment is with the devalayam. 
in kerala temples are called kshetram krishna says this body which is the field of action for a individual man is it not within this body we have got what sense organs the mind the intelligence the ego is it not a gyani says starting from the ego which is material extending through senses towards the sense organs all these are not me i am the spirit the light within the atman sanidhya matrena in the very presence of me the self things are being revealed i don't even reveal because atman is purna the self is full why should even it do the action of revealing the lotus blooms the bees buzz birds start chirping men start their work when the sun rises does sun give out any command hello bees come on start buzzing lotus please boom i have bloom i have come out men start working the very sanidhya the very presence makes the matter works work so gnani says i am the spirit nature works prakrite kriyamanani gunakarmani sarvashaha gnani says this much only then he comes and utters the second line ahankara vimudhatma he is not a gnani one who says karta ahamiti manyate is not a gnani why ahankara vimudhatma in one range in one extension one point there is a sense object entering through the senses through the mind through the intelligence it goes to the last point of ego between this range kshetra only the action and reactions are going is it not the entire perception of this creation is within this range beyond the ego what is there it is the atman it is the lord the devata devata has to work name parthasti kartavyam trishulokeshu kinchana nanavaptam avaptavyam vartayeva chakarmani he is working in a way but how does he work nanavaptam avaptavyam i don't expect nor do i reject anything simply it's going on why the very presence he doesn't issue any command or anything so gnani says nature works according to gunas prakrite kriyamanani gunakarmani sarvashaha ahankara vimudatma kartaham iti manyate ho gnani then who are you deham naham gnani says deham naham koham soham is it not ramana marshi told deham naham koham aham soham i am that soham shiva i need not do any work what for should i do work one who is purna full sufficient there is no desire in him therefore he need not do any work so a gnani becomes a irresponsible man in the society all of us are so eagerly taking responsibility is it not samajh so i did that you are a fool to take responsibility ramana marshi used to give a beautiful example how foolishly people arrogate responsibility and ownership on themselves in the south indian gopurams huge pillars and other things will be there in between the pillars and the tiers of gopuram 
there will be so many images carved and one man will be there with mustache holding the entire gopram in both his hands and there will be a great strain as if this one man is holding the gopram actually gopram is held in balance by lots of pillars so in the society all of us feel as if we are running the society's affairs so much of strain and krishna says prakrte kriyamanaani in another place he says prakritim yanti bhutani are nature flows by itself what your control will avail of what are you trying to control as mother in law in the house i am the ajamani mother in law you know the famous story of a beggar one day a beggar came to the house and the daughter in law told get out nothing will be available and the mother in law was coming from the river bank after taking bath halfway she met the beggar and told what did she tell my daughter in law she told nothing will be available get out what who is she to tell that you know who i am i am the owner of this house come on she took the beggar to the door and told now you get out <laughs> like already she told her, what right she has to tell that i am the mother in law she is after all a daughter in law she has come from other house so a gnani see this mother in law has taken responsibility is it not gnani says i am not at all responsible how wonderful is it not to be a irresponsible man so most of us take responsibility krishna says name parthasti kartavyam it's so beautiful to think of these thoughts is it not but all of us we feel there is some kartavya for us what kartavya what duty you have got vivekananda says in the midday sun sun of the scorching midday sun of duty all of us die like a horse what duty whose duty it is all for the arrogant ego is it not and gnani says ego belongs to matter i am the chidananda roopa shivoham and therefore there is no work for me sri ramakrishna gives a beautiful example of vegetables boiling in the pot is it not all the vegetables they think we are the doers there is a kartavyam do you know how long how much i can jump the peas is jumping potato is jumping carrot is jumping and from below the fire told hello i am the boss and as the fire came out all of them became quiet so in our life also all of us are constantly jumping is it not thinking that we are the doers through the gnana marga approach gnani says all this belong to the matter work also belongs to the matter spirit doesn't do anything that is how we unties the chit jada granthi the knot between the chit the spirit the consciousness and the jada which is acting consciousness doesn't move and cannot move and therefore there is no action is it not where can it move it's infinite and as it is infinite there can be no desire and therefore there is no action and therefore there is no expectation of the ex- results of work or action so gnani is absolutely alof insulated is free he says i need not even become detached what for detachment from what the matter is separate i am the atman finished similarly krishna says work will be going on i need not bother i need not stop the work because nana vaptam avaptavyam if matter is working why should i bother is it not the car is running and after thousands of miles i feel tired the car has run why i should feel tired is it not it's matter and i am the spirit the driver sitting inside of course in the actual parlance the driver may get tired but actually in the spiritual realm if we can detach like the dry coconut which is free from the shell 
there will be no tiredness. For an ordinary man, how much tired he feels after doing a little work? Look at Vivekananda, the great karma yogi. What an amount of work, like a devil he was working. And next moment he's absolutely calm and quiet in samadhi. Because he knows matter is working. And he is the Chidananda Rupa Shiva. Okay, Swamiji, we don't accept your jnana marga. We don't accept religion at all. Jnana marga is for sannyasis like you. And we can't uh, take up that. Okay, we'll take up the common sense approach. For a common sense man, we find many times we have a lot of plannings in our life, is it not? We think, we decide, we do so many things and our plans succeed also, is it not? And many times plans don't succeed also, forcing a man to tell man proposes and God disposes. Sometimes man proposes and another man disposes. Yes, it happens. We plan. Whether we believe in the jnana marga or bhakti marga, hundreds of forces are acting. For example, a hartal, a band. One day I was in Khetri and I wanted to have 10 bags of cement. It told Swamiji, today bags will not come and the masons were waiting because they never knew that there will be a hartal called by the auto rickshaw drivers. So there is no cement. Now how are you going to build your compound wall? You planned, masons came and there is a sudden strike and all these people have withdrawn. There was some accident or some fight on the road between the auto rickshaw drivers and police and they told now we will not come and the auto rickshaw which was to deliver the 10 bags of cement he could not deliver so what happened to your plan and your common sense a terrorist attack in Taj Hotel in Mumbai you have planned is it not you may believe you may not believe you may be an astika or astika it doesn't matter a terrorist attack can you control that because you are a man of common sense so strike terrorist attack sickness all this play their own role and sometimes our common sense also tells it is common sense to keep quiet, not bother about the results of work. Be practical, be simple and don't get agitated. Sri Ramakrishna explains this very beautifully. There was a man of common sense and his house was there on a small mountain and there was a cyclone with thunder and heavy rain and then he prayed oh Rama is there then he told no Lakshmana is there and ultimately he told Salar Garjak Marnido the common sense comes to us is it not at the time oh let it go now let us not bother so from the common sense approach also we find that we need not break our head regarding the results of the work done but we will break our head if we feel that we are the doers of work and we break our head now and then. But the skull is so strong, it doesn't give way. Now if we turn to the Bhakti Marga, it's quite easy and simple for a Bhakti Margi. But actually in practice that is also equally difficult. A Bhakta says God is a creator of this universe, is it not so simple? And I am a created being. So the owner of this universe is God, whatever action is performed by the Creator belongs to Creator only. This body is not my body, though I think it's my body. Is it your body? This body has come from where? From the energy of your parents, is it not? But we think that it is our body. If this is really my body, I could have taken a body like Hanumanji. But I could not, and even now I am not able to shape it like Hanuman's body. And after all, what is this body? Hmm? Shrikand, Puranpoli, tomato, carrot, 
chapati biryani is it not all these things have combined annamaya koshaha you want to verify any time whether this body is food or not if a tiger comes here it will swallow you without any tomato sauce or masala it's a wonderful food for you is it not need not cook or steam or cut simply tiger will swallow because the body which you claim to be yourself through which actions are performed is nothing but food annamaya koshaha but it is not striking our brain is it not even to me also i feel i am this body but this body is nothing but food but i feel i am this body and therefore the actions performed by my body my mind naturally lays a claim on that work similarly is my mind my mind if it were my mind i should have got a mind like shankaracharya sar swami vivekananda's mind but this turbulent mind the rascal mind constantly torturing me creating a illusion that i am the doer of the work and at the same time creating a self contradictory situation when the results don't come according to my choice constantly harassing me is it not why is that i call it my mind and my mind is constantly harassing me and i want to control my mind is it not why he says it is not my mind mind belongs to the creator who created it thoughts also belong to the creator he is the adhipati of prakriti the whole body and mind it has come from prakriti it belongs to the lord and therefore whatever work is done by this body or the mind all belongs to the lord and therefore i am free i am also above karma and karma phala this how a bhakti bhakti marga approaches everything belongs to the lord there was a man in punjab who suddenly felt that everything belongs to the lord in the beginning he was feeling that everything belongs to him he was selling provision provisions and as he was measuring 10 11 12 13 13 13 kuch tera kuch nahi mera guru nanak suddenly the realization came it all naham tuhum tuhum everything belongs to you lord nothing to me out of illusion and ignorance up to 12 kilograms i was thinking it is mine the 13th unlucky number came and his luck started 13 we feel unlucky tera 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 it's so such a lucky number is it not but all of us they say tera 13 is unlucky but for guru nanak it became the most fortunate moment in his life when he told tera 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 so in the bhakti marg is life also we find he comes to the understanding that lord is a creator and he says oh god you are the doer i am only an instrument if this understanding can come to us what will happen suppose we understand that god alone is a doer naham tuhum what will happen nothing will happen when you understand that rope is rope and not the snake what will you do what will you do yes many people will say we will keep quiet you won't even do the action of keeping quiet why should i keep quiet a rope is rope okay over then there is a silence that is the hushing of ego into silence you don't do anything you understood lord is the doer why should i say i am not the doer when you say i am not the doer indirectly it indicates that there is a lurking feeling inside your mind that you are the doer is it not otherwise why should you assert until i am not the doer this is a psychological law if you watch yourself 
I have not, maine chori nahi kya. Arre, why do you say if you are not stolen, you keep quiet? This is the silence of meditation when the ego, the doer, the man who expects the result for the work he has done, he is silent. That is the silent of real meditation when the doer is absent. But in our case, what we do is, we find it very difficult to be nothing, is it not? Doing nothing, kuch to karna hai hame. We have to do something because doing nothing makes you nothing. And all of us, we feel that we are something. Is it not? Yes, show off or whatever it may be. But we feel we are something. Even a dog feels it is something. Sri Ramakrishna tells that a frog, which got a 50 paise, it felt it is something in front of the elephant. He says, how dare you walk in front of me like that? And it gave you a kick to the elephant. You see, if elephant need not kick the frog, just one step and there will be chutney. See, the ego, the arrogance, out of illusion, how it acts on the mind. Here comes the beauty of Sri Ramakrishna's mantra, Naham, Naham, Tuhum, Tuhum. Through the experience of life, trials and tribulations, like the cough in the story of Sri Ramakrishna, who was feeling hamba, 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 then it was butchered, killed, and when it was made as the cotton, that spring, it went on saying, Tum, Tum, Tum. Then it was free. To whom, to whom, to whom, not I, O Lord. It is thyself. You are the doer and I am only an instrument. Now if the doer attitude is present in us, how to get rid of it? That is the next step which we have to take up for our spiritual practice. If we are not the doer, how to get rid of this feeling of doership in our mind? This is the crux of the problem. So far, whatever we have discussed, it's only the theory portion. The actual action plan or the spiritual practice comes here. We have brooded over this formula, Naham to whom we got understanding through the Bhakti Marga, through Jnana Marga, and even through the common sense approach that though we do the work, things always don't turn out to be what we plan or what we decide or what we desire. Therefore, the only safest way is to take recourse to this formula, Naham Tuhum. Nothing to be feel or offended. Our pride need not be hurt or offended. In fact, this is a silence, this is the sign of inner maturity. That we have come to the knowledge. And in this point of Naham Tuhum, the Jnana Marga, the Bhakti Marga and the Common Sense Marga, all they come and approach, mingle and give a handshake. He says, Ramakrishna, you are wonderful. Expressions of yours are also wonderful. What beautifully you have been brought out a synthesis of Jnana Marga, Bhakti Marga and Common Sense Marga using only two words, Naham Tuhum. We have to slowly cultivate this attitude first verbally by uttering, though it may look artificial, we have to do it because we have cultivated the artificial feeling that I am the doer. See, I am the doer is not a natural, real feeling. It is an artificial feeling arising out of ignorance. This is what Vivekananda calls as dehypnosis. You are the Atman, you have hypnotized yourself as a man. Now start dehypnotizing. Don't tell that is it not dehypnotizing an artificial fact. Hypnosis itself is an artificial fact. So when we have an artificial illusion, we have to give another artificial illusion to cut it. 
Yathishwaran used to tell this joke. There was a man who used to carry a box on his head. Somebody asked, what is inside that? There is mongoose. Oh, what for? When the snakes come on the road, this mongoose will be helpful. But there are no snakes on the road. Now, when I drink, I will see snakes on the road. But those are all illusory snakes. And the mongoose on the box also is illusory, he told. There is no mongoose. So, for artificial thing, you have to give an artificial solution. So, here we have to artificially put, put the idea first in the mind. Naham, 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 tuhum, tuhum, tuhum. Oh Lord, you are the doer, the idiot mind. It is not accepting. But slowly as you make the mind repeat these words and slowly accept this, you will find the idea slowly traveling from the tongue to your mind and through the mind it will sink into your heart. That is why we are made to repeat all the shlokas again and again, whether we believe it or not. After doing all the work, Sri Krishna Arpanamastu, Ramakrishna Arpanamastu. So from the verbal, it goes to mental. And from the mental, it goes to the emotional heart level. And one day as it sinks inside the heart without our knowledge, the understanding blossoms and we say, no, it is the will of the Lord. And there is a natural reaction in the mind, in the antakarana, when the results don't come as per your choice or as per your desire, you are not shattered, you are not disturbed, and you are not agitated. Is it not? This psychological attitudinal transformation slowly takes place in our mind, and that is why the spiritual practice is required. So whenever we do any work, before we start the work, and after we end the work, create this bhavana or mood in the mind. Oh Lord, you are the doer, I am only an instrument. After finishing the work, again repeat, Oh Lord, you are the doer, I am the instrument. At night, when you are going to sleep, we have got the great mantra, is it not knowingly or unknowingly, whatever I have done, Oh Lord, everything is offered to you. So develop that arpana buddhi. And in the morning when you get up, you say, Oh Lord, today I am going to do all the work with the illusory feeling that I am the doer of the work, but I know that you are the doer of the work. Kindly accept all the work as well as the result of the work. So slowly as this idea sink and the transformation comes, you will find the spiritual sense dawning us on us that God is a doer and we are not the doer. With this understanding, what will happen? Work will not stop. The results of the work will not stop. What will happen? Living, engaged in action, doing action, you will be free. This is called karma mukti or naish karma siddhi. And through these two words, the great master Sri Ramakrishna has put this idea that naish karma siddhi, you will be doing work, but you will be detached. Work will be going on, results will be coming, and you will stay above, like the lotus constantly, above the level of the water. Raise the level of the water, again the lotus goes up, is it not? So we too will be above the work and the impact of work as karma phala, and we will be telling, Naham, Naham, Tuhum, Tuhum. Jai Shri Guru Maharaj Ki Jai. It was a lovely three days satsang for me also because of private Swamiji and you and by the grace of Sri Ramakrishna, I am made to think of his grace and his message.
I am enriched by this. Thank you, Hari Om. Vicharanna labhleli bhavanot katata pradhirga abhyasatun chintanatun vivechanala labhlela shashvat mulyansa sparsha and ya sagalela labhleli eka vratastha sanyastha jivanaji parshvu bhumi sagalakai alauki khota gele teen divas ya apurva anandacha apan anubhogetlat अपने चेहर कृतज्ञता खूब का ही संगन जी आप सगतीन स्वामीजी चरणी आपले श्रद्धायुक्त कृतज्ञता प्रणाम सादर करतो करतेबल आप हार्दिक धन्यवाद मला खात्री अपने सगैंकी इच्छा अल कि स्वामीजी चरणी शब्दांपेक्षा प्रत्यक्ष प्रणाम सादर करावे तो मी मोटा महाराजां तस स्वामी वीरभद्रानजी महाराजां विनंती करतो प्रार्थना करतो कि आप प्रणा स्वीकार करावा मोटा महाराज व्यासपीठा ही व्यासपीठा अपने नेहमी पद्धति प्रमाण स्त्रिया बाजू पुरुष क्या बाजू पैयांदा स्त्रीं सुरुआत करूया जाना सगैंक आठवणी प्रसाद घेन जाए धन्यवाद